Blog Talk Radio. personal success on a daily basis. The podcast where we explore the depths of personal growth and success in this week's episode titled Breaking Free the Ties That Bind Understanding the Overcoming Codependency. We're going to unravel the complex web of codependent relationships and provide you with insights and tools to foster healthier, more autonomous connections. Join us for the next 30 minutes as we dive into the psychological understandings of codependency, hear from experts in the field, and share empowering stories of individuals who successfully navigated their way out of codependent dynamics. Whether you're just beginning to recognize codependent traits in your relationships or you're well on your journey independence, this podcast is your guide to living a life free from the ties that bind. Let's embark on this transformative journey together and unlock your potential for personal success one day at a time. In this insightful podcast series, we'll explore the the complex world of codependency where relationships and self-worth become entangled in a web of emotional reliance. We'll discuss the signs, origins, and impact of codependent behaviors and provide practical advice for those seeking to foster healthier, more autonomous connections. Tune in to hear from experts, individuals who have navigated their own journeys to independence and learn how to break free from the ties that bind, paving the way to a more empowered and self-reliant life. Life. Over. Okay. In today's deep dive, we're going to explore the intricate nature of codependent relationships, a topic that often goes undiscussed, but is crucial for personal development. In emotional well-being, codependency is a complex emotional and behavioral condition where individuals have excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support due to illness or addiction. In these relationships, personal boundaries 
are often unclear or not respected, leading to a burning or a blurring of where one person ends and the other person begins. This enmeshment can result in individuals defining their self-worth and identity through the lens of their relationship, prioritizing the needs of the other person to the detriment of their own well-being. Understanding codependency involves recognizing the signs, which may include difficulty making decisions in a relationship, valuing the approval of others more than decisions in a relationship, valuing the approval of others more than valuing oneself and neglecting one's own needs to take care of others. It's essential to acknowledge that codependency doesn't just affect romantic relationships. It can occur in any type of relationship, even those in family members. Now, before I go on, I'm going to tell you a story because I think this is so embodies what codependency is. In essence, my mother grew up in a home where there was a lot of mental, emotional, and verbal abuse, where my grandmother was very petty and very jealous, and she would go around and make up stories to the other kids in the family so that there was a lot of jealousy between them. And when my mother married, she did not marry for any other reason but by financial security. And my father was a lawyer, and he was the only one in his family that actually had that kind of education. But in his family, there was a lot of physical and verbal abuse. So together, they made a very toxic family. My older sister is deaf, but her personality is to be laid back and to be the peacemaker. My personality is to be very outgoing and to talk about things and to get rid of it. And therefore, I was often the outcast in the family and the one that was blamed for everything that went wrong in the family because I was too independent. Now, it was three girls, my older sister who's deaf, me, I have a physical disability, specifically spastic hemiplegia because it only affects one side of my body, but it's commonly known as cerebral palsy. And my younger sister, who her only issue is that she was considered the golden child because she was perfect and nothing she, she did was ever wrong. And she never could make friends because she liked to control every situation. And she was always abusive. Now, as a, when we grew up at a time when women did not have a whole lot of 
opportunities opened employment-wise. Women either became nurses, teachers, or secretaries. And my mother kept pushing us into teaching. My older sister never actually graduated college because she was so scatterbrained in that because she had such low self-esteem that whenever anyone told them what they were doing, she went in that direction taking those courses because she had to prove to herself that she could compete with other people. But she never finished school. And even though she was under rehabilitation services, my mother never worked with them because she never wanted either me or my older sister to become independent. She wanted us to remain dependent on her so that she could never be left alone in her old age. And I studied psychology and mental health and overcame many things. And I also learned that I had to stay as far away from my family as possible because they were very toxic and very detrimental to my own mental health. And in the process, ended up being homeless on three different occasions, but I always knew how to get myself out of homelessness into an apartment. The, the problem was because I grew up in an era when there were no laws that guaranteed people with disabilities the right to an education and the right to employment. I never got the opportunities to hold a job. And teaching was not for me, not in the school system. But what I was very interested in and got degrees in was mental health, psychology, and rehabilitation counseling. And this allowed me to do more for myself as offering group therapy and transactional analysis and psychodrama, but it also allowed me to become a career and life coach building my own business. But because I did not have the support systems, Growing a business offline for me was very much a struggle. And then since I was able to go on the Internet and build my business, I've had far more success because I've started writing and creating ebooks on topics. And because I was an independent consultant representing certain companies with assessment profiles, and train the trainer packaged programs, I can literally go and create my own e-learning courses. This has allowed me to, to, to turn things around. But here's the thing, that however successful I've been, I'm also at an age that I also have to worry about health issues and even though I've been exercising for 40 years, age also makes a difference. And as your body has, has worn out, in essence, and because for many years I 
with often fall a lot. I've got a lot of aches and pains, and I, but I do exercise, and it's kept me very mobile. And when my mother, when my father passed away, my mother became the one who controlled the estate and all the finances. And because she couldn't control me, she literally refused to help me, even though she could have financially helped me, and it still would never have hurt her. And then, because she was mad at me, she left my younger sister in control of the estate and left no checks and balances over her to make sure that her sisters would be taken care of equally. And she has continued the abuse. And the one that has been hurt the most by it and who has become lost because she, had, she could not stand up for herself and take control of her life is my older sister. And because I'm too independent for her and she can't control me any other way, she uses the finances. But here's the thing. It hasn't stopped me from achieving my goals or getting what I wanted. But it just shows you just how family codependency and abuse in that family can create problems. Now, understanding codependency involves recognizing the signs indicate an unhealthy balance in relationships. So here are some examples and signs. Difficulty making decisions. Individuals may struggle to make decisions without excessive input or reassurance from their partner or loved ones. They might feel paralyzed without the other person's approval or presence. And in essence, this is very much where my older sister is because she has low self-esteem. And someone with low self-esteem is a person that may consistently seek validation from others, feeling unworthy unless they are needed by or making sacrifices for their partner. <coughs> Poor boundaries. There may be a lack of clear boundaries leading to a sense of responsibility <coughs> for the partner's feelings and behaviors. This can result in over-involvement in the partner's life and issues. <coughs> for my mother and my younger sister, there are no boundaries. They think that because they control the money, they can, they can abuse you at any time. And both of them had too many issues of their own because they had low self-esteem. They felt inadequate. And their only way of having power is through the financial side. Caretaking to the extreme, the caretaking behavior that goes beyond healthy, helping, often enabling the partner's poor habits or addiction to a common sign of codependency, fear of abandonment, 
And this is what they use over my older sister because she's become so dependent on them. A pervasive fear of being left alone may lead to clingy or submissive behavior in an attempt to keep the relationship intact at any cost. Communication issues, and this is very important because this is very prevalent within my family because my sister is deaf and has poor communication skills to begin with, and my younger sister only wants to hear what she wants to hear just in the way my mother only heard what they wanted, what she wanted to hear, and they don't listen. So communication may be dishonest or manipulative with individuals saying what they think others want to hear instead of expressing their true feelings. Difficulty identifying feelings. Individuals may have trouble understanding their own emotions and needs, often defining themselves through the relationship or the other person's needs, obsession with relationships. There may be an obsessive preoccupation with the relationship and the partner, often at the expense of other interests and relationships. Recognizing these signs is the first step toward addressing codependency. By becoming aware of these patterns, individuals can begin the journey of setting healthy boundaries, developing a stronger sense of self, more balanced mutuality, respectful relationships. Now, why this is so important is, is that, and this is something that I learned and I've said to people many a time, that often you may have to disassociate yourself from those people who are toxic, even if it's your own family. So here are some examples of difficulty making decisions in a relationship that may indicate codependency, reliance on a partner for daily choices. An individual may defer even small daily decisions to their partner, such as what to eat for dinner or which movie to watch, indicating a reliance on the other person for direction, avoidance of disagreements, to avoid conflict. A person might go along with their partner's decisions, even when they disagree, because they fear that asserting their own choice could lead to rejection or an argument, indecision on major life changes. When facing significant decisions like moving to a new city, changing jobs, or making financial investments, a codependent person might be unable to decide without a partner's input, even if the decision primarily affects them, overwhelmed in solo decision-making, in situations where the partner is unavailable to help decide 
the individual may feel overwhelmed or anxious about making the wrong choice, leading to procrastination or avoidance, seeking constant reassurance. A codependent person might seek excessive reassurance from their partner for every decision reflecting a lack of trust in their own judgment or an over-reliance on their partner's validation. The examples reflect how codependency can manifest in the dynamic of decision-making within a relationship, often leading to an imbalance where one's own needs and preferences are not adequately expressed or considered, valuing the approval of others more than oneself to a common characteristic of codependent behavior. So here are some examples that illustrate this tendency. People-pleasing. Individuals may go to great lengths to please others, often at the expense of their own needs or desires. They might agree to tasks for favors they don't want to do simply to gain approval or avoid disapproving someone or disappointing someone. Fear of rejection, the thought of being disapproved or rejected by others can be so distressing that it dictates a person's actions and changes, or rather choices. They may change their opinions, suppress their true feelings, or engage in activities they dislike to fit in or be liked. Over adaptation. In a social situation, a person may constantly adjust their behavior, dress, or speech to match what they believe others expect or prefer rather than expressing their authentic self, sacrificing personal values to maintain harmony or approval in a relationship. Individuals might compromise their own values or beliefs. This could involve participating in activities they find morally questionable or staying silent on important issues, seeking constant feedback. There may be an excessive need for feedback or validation from others to the point where one's self-esteem is heavily influenced by what others think or say about them rather than by their own self-assessment, neglecting personal goals, personal ambitions, and goals might be put on hold or abandoned altogether in favor of supporting someone else's dreams or seeking their approval, leading to a loss of personal identity and fulfillment. 
Now, these examples reflect the importance of recognizing and addressing codependent tendencies to foster a healthier sense of self-worth and autonomy to relationships by acknowledging these patterns and understanding their origins, which often stem from past experiences and learned behaviors, individuals can begin the journey toward a healthier relationship. And this involves setting boundaries, developing a strong sense of self, and learning to find fulfillment independently of others, neglecting one's own needs to take care of others is a hallmark of codependent behavior. And here are some examples that demonstrate the pattern. Overextending oneself, individuals may consistently overcommit to helping others, leaving no one for, or no time for self-care or personal interest. They might volunteer by adding responsibilities or offer support to others, even when they are already stretched thin, ignoring personal health, a person might neglect their own physical or emotional health because they prioritize the needs of others above their own. This can manifest by skipping medical appointments, not getting enough rest, or ignoring stress signals, financial sacrifice, Financial resources may be directed towards helping others rather than addressing one's own financial needs or goals. This could include lending money without the means to do so or putting another person's financial obligations before their own. Loss of identity in the process of your own identity aspirations. They may define themselves solely through the role as a caregiver or supporter rather than an individual with their own life and story. Emotional suppression. To keep peace or to focus on emotional needs of others, a person may suppress their own emotions. They might avoid expressing their feelings concerns, or desires, fearing that doing this could burden and upset the other person. And as we wrap up today's episode of Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a daily basis, I want to thank you for joining us on this journey through the complex world codependency. We've delved into the signs, origins, and impacts of codependent behaviors, and we've shared practical advice and real-life experiences to guide you towards a healthier and more autonomous relationships. Remember that breaking free from the ties that bind is a courageous step towards personal empowerment and self-reliant, it's about valuing yourself, setting boundaries, and nurturing your own needs along those of others. If you found 
value in our discussion today, I encourage you to share this podcast with someone who might benefit from it. And what I also like to do is let you know that I have a book or an ebook on what it is and what it took me to overcome the toxic family that I had in order to succeed. And if you would like to purchase that book, you can go to my website. And that website is cpipublishing.com. And that money will help me to raise funds so that I can purchase shoes. Because for me, I wear a three-size difference. And the shoes that I wear never go on sale. And my family is not willing to buy me what I need. They buy only what they want to.